Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. So many weeks, when we're getting closer and closer to Sunday, at some point, either Father Chuck or myself, we ask the other one, so, what are you preaching about tomorrow? <laughs> now, sometimes when we ask the question, it's because we're looking for a, a hint. <laughs> but last night, we were, we were sharing. Um, actually, he did, wasn't going to have to preach this weekend. And um, I was uh, working on an idea, so he asked me, what are you going to preach about? So I started telling him. And he said to me that when he hears somebody else preach, it gives him another idea to how to say that homily. So what I caught from this gospel, what hit me the strongest, is how hungry the people were. And in this particular passage, not hungry for the bread that Jesus miraculously multiplied, because when they finally get there, he doesn't feed them bread. He feeds them his teaching. He feeds them about the kingdom. He feeds them about God's love. But the people were so hungry for like meaning in their life. Maybe they were hungry for forgiveness. Maybe they were just hungry and knowing, how do I know what to do? and how to go, and how to move it through my life. So hungry that they figured out where they were trying to get away for some rest, and they beat them there. Now, I've been to the Sea of Galilee. You've got to run to beat a boat across a, a lake. So that's what, that's what struck me. And then after I shared that, Father Chuck says, you know what, I was thinking about a different thing. Yeah, so I started from a whole different viewpoint. Father Mike started looking at... Um at the people, looking at the, the people who flocked to him. Uh, I, I was looking at Jesus. Uh, my heart was really taken by the fact that Jesus first calls his apostles to a deserted place. And it may be because tomorrow I'm going to the mountains, and I love the mountains and the deserted places. But that Jesus first, he calls them to a deserted place to be with him. And, and then all the people meet him, not, not in a metropolis, not in a very busy place, but a deserted place. That Jesus intentionally calls them to a spot where they can't be distracted. Calls them to a place where they are going to be hungry. I think Jesus Christ was inviting them to get to know their genuine need. A moment where nothing else was there to satisfy them but Him. But what He had to say. For me, it was a profound teaching because uh, so often like we, we avoid deserted places. We avoid the wilderness. We, we avoid being, being alone with Jesus with our loneliness. We avoid bringing to Jesus our anxiety. We avoid bringing to Jesus our worries and preoccupations because we want to fix it so quickly. So this is what I usually do. I usually break in here and say, wait a minute. <laughs> So, how are they going to bring their loneliness and their cares, how do they bring them to Jesus? Yeah. Um, can I have the kids? Kids, come on down, please. <laughs> Little ones, to the front. 
I, I do promise, like as much as we kind of stage it, this is how conversations with Father Mike and I typically go. <laughs> he challenges me, 100%. All right, we've, ooh, we've got lots of kids, school's coming back soon, so you guys are coming back. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. There we go. Okay, I have a question because Father Mike just asked me a question. Is, is how do they meet? How do we bring Jesus our loneliness? And I think there's something important for us to understand. How many of you have dinner? Anybody? I hope you all have dinner. If not, we're going to have a big issue. But how many of you do your parents have to tell you to eat your main meal before you eat your dessert? Have you ever been told that? My mom had to tell me that all the time. It didn't work. <laughs> That how, now, why can't you eat your dessert first? Why not? Because it's not healthy. Boom! You should fill up on your main meal. It's because, I mean, you and I, albeit me a little bit more, we don't have an infinite amount of hunger. Our hunger is limited, and if we fill our hunger with sugar or cookies or cake, then we're not going to have any hunger left for steak and vegetables and fish and chicken. And your parents, or, 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 or portobello mushrooms for any vegetarians. <laughs> your parents want to make sure that you bring your hunger to that which is really going to satisfy you. And that you don't bring your hunger to that which is only going to distract you. Now, it's the same thing in the spiritual life. Your soul is similar. We all have hungers. How many of you want to feel loved? How many of you want to feel cared for? How many of you want to feel like you're important and special? Absolutely. And we have that hunger deep down within us. But we have to choose what we're going to do with that hunger. Now, can you bring that hunger to, I don't know, your toys? Well, you can. If you say, I'm going to have all the toys in the world. And you try to feel happy from that. Now, some kids who are older might try and bring that hunger to social media or to Fortnite, Father Chuck's nemesis, (laughs) or anything else. And it's almost like they're trying to feed the deep down hunger with something that's superficial and shallow. So when you're hungry, when you're hungry to feel close, when you're hungry to feel needed and loved by Jesus, do you know what the most amazing thing you can do is? You can tell Him. You don't have to run and do anything else. When Jesus wants you to feel the hunger, all you have to do is come before Him and say, Jesus, I'm hungry. I feel lonely. I feel scared. I feel nervous. Jesus, I need you. He's God. What has Jesus done for us? He's given us life. He died for us. He sacrificed his life for us. And so if we go before Jesus and we say, Jesus, I need you. I feel lonely. I feel scared. I feel nervous. If we bring our hunger to him, is he going to say, meh? No, no, he's going to meet us there. 
And sometimes we have to wait because to make a really good meal doesn't happen quick. Sometimes we have to wait a little bit in our hunger and our need. But I promise you, Jesus absolutely shows up when we bring to Him our hunger, when we go to that deserted place to be with Him. So does that help, Father Mike? Is that? Yeah, so what do you think, uh, Father Chuck? What are the main ways that Jesus feeds us, especially on Sundays? Absolutely. So there are some ways in which uh, Jesus decided that He loved us enough to become practical, tangible, real. He says, I want to actually feed you in the Eucharist. He wanted you to know that no matter what else is happening, sports, activities, that every time the Mass is celebrated, He's going to be there for you and with you. To be so certain, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to ponder. And if we doubt, it's okay because Jesus Christ still shows up in the midst of that. Still desires to feed us. Throw me another one, Father Mike. How about... Uh, <laughs> I was a good pitcher, you know. Uh, how about um, the, the saying something about the Bible? So, and then we have the Word of God. That when you guys, when maybe you sit down and read it as a family, if during the week, and I said this two weeks ago, and I'd love to actually see it happen. When if as a family, you guys were to look at the Sunday readings and decide what the homily is for your family for that week. To sit down and look at the gospel and together and to pray with it and to do like what Father Mike are doing right now. And decide what's the teaching that God has in store for us this week. Well then heck, you guys can come and compare your homilies to Father Mike and I's. But in the Bible, when we hear the Word of God, how many of you were at Vacation Bible School? Those are the places by reading and meditating on the Bible that we know that God desires to nourish us. So for instance, there was something I used to do when I felt scared or nervous. I would open up the Bible and I would start to read stories about Jesus. My parents had actually given me one of those little book, uh, little stories of the Bible, like Bible stories for kids. And so I would open it up and I'd be able to look at the different Bible stories and how God was so strong and so powerful and would help us. Well, you know what? Some, some of you may think this was just a tricky way of me to getting him to preach today. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be true. <laughs> it might we be a thought, little true. <laughs> you know what we thought was, and he said he was going to celebrate, I said, you know, we have a chance to do something we've never done before. I love uh, the family mass because it's a mass that really, whether you're 95 or you're two or three, we work hard to make it a way that everybody, everybody gets fed by the Lord. So thank you. Thank you very much. If you found this episode helpful, Please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.